Test, 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 test. All right, we're good. My audio is good. We're here. Episode two of The Gar Show. Garrett Bellich, your host. What do we say? We said we were going to get some intro music. What do we do? We got we got some knockoff ACDC from the royalty-free site. Let's see what they got. Uh. All right, they're still building up. Let them build that shit up. All right, not bad. Not bad. Knockoff ACDC. Not bad. Okay. Welcome to the show, everyone. Week two, episode two. How about week one of the NFL? The Steelers got the job done. The Pitt Panthers did not, but that's okay. A lot of injury problems. Playing a really fucking good Tennessee team. It's all right. The queen is gone. The queen is toast. I'm sorry to hear that for you, Britain. You're closing all your shit down. You got to change all your currency. You got to change everything. King Charles ain't too spry, but best of luck to y'all over there on the other side of the pond. Chipotle, fuck you. That's a message straight from the heart. You guys cut the taco hack. Are you that petty? If I had a hack, if I owned a restaurant with an app where you could hack it and get cheap ass food, would you not fucking build off that? Is that not good press, Chipotle? I would be on Twitter telling everyone to order the taco hack. I don't give a fuck how miserable my employees are or how much money I'm losing. You need good press in these days. All right, that's enough of that. Welcome to the second episode of The Gar Show. Um, a wild week one of football. We needed that bad. We needed that really bad. The upsets on Saturday. I watched Notre Dame get knocked off by Marshall. And of course, here in Tampa, there's you got fans from everywhere. So there were some sad Notre Dame fans crying. Then was the other one, Texas A&M. I didn't see any A&M fans out, but what the f- App State? And now they got College Game Day on Saturday. We're living in an unprecedented time of college football, truly the Wild West. And it's these days will form the future of college football as we know it. Whenever my kids are watching college football. Um, it's going to be a different fucking world at that point. The stock market has been in the dump and it has been progressively for the past year or so, probably a little bit longer. It's just the fucking continuous, you know, we rebound a little bit and then we're just right back down and, you know, I'm just playing my long game, QQQ and spy and Apple. I'm just putting my dick in Apple and letting them pay me a dividend. 9-11 was this past Sunday, actually the first day of NFL football they coincided. I love to see the Giants, how they had the, you know, the hats. I I think that's something they do every year, but nonetheless, it's good to see. And, um, you know, shout out to all those families that are going through it um, or have loved ones who were affected by it. And it really goes to show how fucking fast your life can change any second. And that's something I've been thinking about lately the past few days. Your life can change like that. And people on that morning had no idea, you know, you're that's it. And those who missed work that day, could you imagine when I miss work, you know, I'm kind of anxious or I'm like, ah, I got it. You know, I got to be there, whether it's a doctor appointment or, you know, being sick and you're not there or you're running late it's not a good feeling, but for those people, can you imagine not showing up and then all of that happening, all of your coworkers, probably a lot of people you're close with in the office, just gone. Um, and of course your company that you work at in your office is gone overnight. 
it's a lot to process even 20 plus years later. And it's, it's just important to be grateful. I've been trying to rely on my grateful aspects, um, gratefulness lately. Um, they always say, if you're going through a hard time, that's the best thing to do. Just talk, just think about the things you're grateful for and know it could always be worse. It really could. And ever since I moved here about a year ago, I've, I've seen a lot of people that have inspired me to shut the fuck up and, you know, just be strong and get through it. Especially people that move here and from other countries and are just trying to find a better life. They were living in much worse conditions where they were prior. Um, and they came here and living the dream and they have freedom. Freedom is super underrated. And I'm not saying we're fully fucking free because everything's censored now. And, um, yeah, we're not fully free, but we're free. We're freer than other places. Let's put it that way. We're freer than Venezuela. We're freer than Cuba. We're freer than Russia. And that's something we can at least be happy about. Hurricane. There's a hurricane brewing or a tropical storm. I think the name's Fiona. I saw it today in passing. Hopefully it's not a threat. The one model had it going right through the fucking whole state of Florida, but we really became unscathed this hurricane season, knock on wood. Hopefully this one is not a factor. They want they're predicting it to splice off to the right. Uh, just the North Atlantic, and hopefully it rots out there, and that's the last we see of that. Overall, Nate Diaz. Did anyone watch Nate Diaz fight this past Saturday? He was just trolling Ferguson, and honestly, I think Ferguson had a good round in the first round, and here's someone who doesn't really know jack shit about UFC. I was just an observer. Um, Nate Diaz, the troll master, trolling him on the hanging on the fence. Hilarious. Hilarious. I love seeing that. And hold on, my cat needs let out. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, we're back. Sorry, I, I can't let that dude in here while I'm... He's, he's too much of a distraction. But Nate Diaz was just, like, what, hanging on the fence and, like, shaking his ass at him or something. I don't even remember. I was I was a little tipsy when, when all that was going down. But UFC's just so fucking fun to watch especially you don't have to know shit about ufc clearly to enjoy it you know you could just get into it and i feel like ufc is a really good gambling sport you just you could pick the favorites throughout the whole night of course some dogs are going to win here and there but you're almost guaranteed to make profit i mean throw throw a few of them in a parlay if the odds are you know if the odds are too low or too high and um try and win some cash that's what i that's what i think i'm going to try and get back into with the UFC is just, just picking the favorites and trying to, you know, trying to net a little, little cash. And then you could pick like first round knockout. You can pick second round, third round, all, all the props. It's, it seems like a sport that is the most well suited to win money. I mean, gambling in general is not really fucking you're, you're, either going to break even long run or you're going to get really hot for a little bit and then you'll get really fucking cold. You'll get humbled and brought down to earth real quick. Um, when I lived in Pennsylvania, of course it's legal up there and that's exactly what would happen. When it first came out, we were all ecstatic and they give you the free, they throw you the free money. And of course you end up betting it and you're, you're, you're just, you're juiced, dude, having that shit on your phone. And it, it's just there. The Russian table tennis before they took it down. Once the war hit, I ruined Christmas. 
I ruined Christmas with Russian table tennis because I couldn't stop gambling it. The Russian table tennis, it, it's just a 24-hour cycle. Russia doesn't sleep for anybody. These these guys are in a back room. I don't know where they're at, a warehouse maybe, but I feel like they're all in this dome and there's a bunch of fucking games going on at once. There's probably five to 10 games, maybe even more going on at once in the Moscow League. And I remember Christmas Eve of 2021, that's when COVID was still a thing. All the bull games got canceled. And, you know, what the fuck am I going to bet? It's Christmas. I'm at home with the family, the parents. I need something to keep me keep me juiced, keep me rolling. And that's when I discovered Russian table tennis. And lone enough, I, I did. I actually, that was the one other sport where I did actually end up net positive. But baseball, forget about it. Baseball, totally the worst. The worst basketball college basketball burned but you know like i said it's ebbs and flows you're gonna catch some hot hot streaks i've won five in a row and i've lost six in a row and then did it again but sometimes i carry that mush factor so you never know what you're gonna get football nfl tough especially spread betting in the nfl like tonight the chargers and chiefs it's 7:57, so they're gonna kick off here in a half hour actually but I was gonna, I'm saying Chargers money line. My, my bet's on Chargers money line tonight just because I think, I mean, you, no one picked the Steelers to beat the Bengals last week, and somehow they did. And Joe Burrow threw four picks. You know, I know Patty Mahomes was hot week one. Played him in fantasy, but still ended up winning. That fucker almost dropped 50 points. But who do you play? The, the Cardinals? I, I, I think the Cardinals are a little overrated. I think Kyler Murray is kind of overrated. Um, of course it's only week one. They, I'm sure they might get it together, but I don't know. I'm picking the chargers tonight. I think Herbert got something to prove. I think Herbert got something to prove tonight. But summer's, summer's wrapping up. I'm kind of happy, kind of ready for a, a little season change. Um, I love the heat down here though. I love, I love the hot weather. I love, uh, I love the sunshine. But it's actually, it's just raining. and It feels like winter time here in Florida right now, honestly. And that's someone coming from the north where I'm, I'm used to the legit winter. But the past month or two, it's, 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 it's kind of reminds me of how Pittsburgh was in the winter where it's cloudy and gray every day, all day. Here, it's kind of, the last three weeks particularly, it's been super cloudy all day. You know, you get sunshine at least once a day, but it wasn't, you get spoiled. You get, you're, you, you command that shit every day, all day. That's what you're used to, especially from March, April, May. It doesn't really rain that much. It's windy and it does, but not a lot, but it's, it's primarily just sunshine, clear skies, January, February. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for golf. I'm excited for winter golf because that's how the, I've never had winter golf you know full time i i got here in january last year but didn't really golf a whole lot in the winter but now that i'm here and i know where i'm at and i have my bearings my surroundings december it's gonna be great every it's gonna be snowy up there i feel i i'm gonna lock in locking in december golf i'm pumped i'm very pumped but this episode is you know obviously i'm new and solo podcasting is hard. Like I said, I hope to get guests on, but uh, we're live on Apple. We're live on Apple Podcasts. I just published that today. So this one will be on there too. YouTube's coming back. The clips, 
going to clip some of this and put it on my clip channel. And I'm just happy to be here. And kind of my segue to my main focus of this today's episode is exactly what I've been through the past three months with this with this journey in particular, the podcasting journey. So of course, you know, I have that background. I, I broadcasted in college. That's kind of where I got into it. I did stand-up comedy in high school. And I always wrote, I wrote jokes, I wrote a book that was very vulgar for my senior project, but somehow got a passing grade. And I've just always had that, I love comedy, I love making people laugh, it's something that I'm good at, and it's it's pretty simple. And I love just the talking, the, the speaking, you know? All of it gets me fucking juiced. So, I, I think I, t- I touched on a lot of this in my first episode, but to dive deeper. So, in May of 2022, I, I reached out to a local podcast studio here in Tampa Bay. No real plan. I mean, kind of. I, I had written down in my journal that I was going to have on guests and, you know, kind of do a journalistic style podcast. But I was very naive because I didn't even, I had zero podcast, well, 4% podcasting experience. The broadcasting and the announcing experience helped, but totally different realm. So when I went to this guy with this plan, he he kind of scoffed at me and I would too. I absolutely would too because I'm sure he, he hears that all the time. But deep in my heart, I knew what I wanted to accomplish. The, the, the plan, the baseline was established inside of me. I knew I knew where I wanted to go with it. It was just figuring out how. And of course, being naive, you learn a lot and, and you're going to have some letdowns. So when he told me he only would record Monday through Friday during the day, 25 an hour, um, I was discouraged, but I went online and not even two hours later, I ordered this studio. Everything I'm recording with now, I, I ordered it online, had it shipped to my house within a week. And that's when I started doing clips and just messing around, getting familiar with the mixer. And I went through so many trials and tribulations of just figuring out how to, how to work a mixer. That was that was a lot, and that was probably the first or second week of June. I remember sitting here thinking, what the fuck? How I don't know how to get it to work, and I got it to work. I got it hooked up, um, started recording, but then I sounded like shit. The, the audio was tinny. It sounded like it was muffled, like I was underwater, or I was recording on a, on a low-quality line. And I, I just spent a lot of cash on on this whole setup. I was there's no way this is this is how it's supposed to sound. And life's funny. You're gonna have you're gonna have problems that are hard to solve and problems that are not hard to solve. After an hour and a half of research and trying to figure out why the fuck my hundred multiple hundred dollar setup sounds like dick, it was because the power cord was plugged in to my mixer, causing too much frequency. It was it was ruining the frequency. Unplug it, it, it sounds like I'm Joe Rogan. So that was the really first knockdown of this journey that I, you know, just kept overcoming them and overcoming them and it, it became addicting. I faced a lot of problems with with this, you know, endeavor, if you want to call it that. June, yeah, June, I worked through a lot of the audio and technical kinks, learned how to edit, learned, you know, I I Jerry rigged this this method where I saved this video file and my audio file to a common file and I I just put it in Adobe and match it up and that boom bada bing you're good. So 
I went to Los Angeles for work in July. And of course I was kind of away from this, but right before I left, I was, I was getting some traction on my YouTube with the, the shorts. I was probably getting a thousand to 2000 views, sometimes four five, 600. The videos sucked. I'll be honest. The videos were bad. It was just me kind of trying to be funny and acting like I was podcasting, but just clipping two minute videos of me recording and then posting it on YouTube. It worked. It worked for views, but that's all I was chasing was views. So it wasn't, there was no meaning, meaning to it. It wasn't, I, I stepped back and said, what, why am I doing this? So that all happened while I'm in Los Angeles. And of course I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. So I fly back from LA and have a good trip and see a lot, learn a lot. I actually have some family out there. I got to spend time with and visit. And when I get home, it comes that I have, I brought bed bugs back from our hotel and at Los Angeles. So yeah, two weeks later, massive infestation. My, my, I wake up, this is Tuesday of the week that I discovered it. Tuesday, I wake up blood all over my sheets. I didn't really think of it. I was like, eh, <laughs> I, I didn't think anything. I just got up and said, oh, wow, my sheets had blood on it. And when went about my day, didn't think about it again the whole entire day. Wednesday, I probably didn't notice. Sorry, everybody. Um, episode two of The Gar Show picking up here. I, I was just barged in, a little barge in. No worries. Just some business that needed handled. A um, little bit of an emergency. So we're picking right back up to where we were. Um, I was talking about how I got bed bugs in my apartment. I brought them back from Los Angeles from my uh, business trip out there. So that fucking sucked, number one, of course. I mean, how <sighs> bed bugs. I, I would never wish that on my worst worst enemy. So... All leading up to that, how I mentioned, I, I got the studio in May. Hold on, I have to take this shit out of the frame so I don't get copyrighted. Um, I had the equipment in May, okay? So I, I started recording. I had this, the desk to the side of me is this little, little just desk. I had this microphone on one side, and my goal or ambition was to always have guests on on the other side, but it was small. My my bed was laying right next to it. It, it was just not, not a good fucking idea or or you know who would want to come on to the show with with the bed it was just it would have been weird so i knew that and i was aware of it and i had no idea how i was going to get around it before i got bed bugs right around when i got bed bugs i'll be honest guys i had a i had a dead end i thought this dream was toast i thought you know i was like all right well i'll have the microphone in my room i hope i can innovate somehow or I'm just going to have to wait till I get a, a bigger apartment with more space because it's not going to work here. I, I just, I'm space limited. I thought about moving it out to my living room, but with a roommate, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to, you know, navigate and it could happen. But when you're doing endeavors like this and you're, you're trying to learn for yourself, it's good to have a little bit of a, a test window. And th this is what I call my test window. That's how, how I built this studio, which what we're going to get to here in about 10 to 20 minutes. So anyways, we find the bed bugs and I, ugh, 
I was pissed. It was a Friday morning. Oh, I know where we were. So Wednesday, more blood on the sheets, okay? Thursday, I changed sheets again, more blood. And I knew something was up, but honestly, there was just too much shit going on in my life that I was like, I don't know. I'm like, am I bleeding at night? Am I, am I getting bit? Maybe it's spiders. I don't know. Friday morning, I wake up and it is bad. It is 10,000 times worse than the previous nights. I'm talking, the, the sheets are practically painted red. So I, I knew, I knew it was bed bugs. I knew I brought them back from LA. Uh, that was the start of where I'm at now. So that morning, I was aware I was going to have to take everything out of the apartment. I knew how the process rolled. I worked in property management in college, and I had seen people go through it. And I, I always remember thinking, man, that fucking sucks. Who, who the fuck? I can't. I, and you, people always, it always associate bed bugs with being dirty. Not the truth at all. You, you just, bed bugs exist, and they'll latch on to you like any fucking parasite or STD, whatever, whatever. You catch it anywhere. You could catch it from someone's house, just how you can catch herpes from someone you meet at the bar. So the bed bugs hit that Friday, going to work, and the only thought in my head is, what the fuck am I going to do? Because that that morning before I left to work, I took I took the whole podcast studio apart. I just ripped it apart because they had to, you know they had to come in and spray, and I'm taking it apart. I'm I'm sad as fuck. I'm like, it. maybe it's a sign from God that this really isn't meant to be. So I take the, I take my desk apart, unscrew the legs, put all the equipment away. And I said, I said that in my head. I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to, I don't know the last time or the next time I'm going to break this stuff out and use it if I ever do. The next few weeks really changed me as a person. And this, this just happened a month ago. So you're, you're along for the journey. I ended up sleeping in my office a few nights because I had, I had nowhere to go. I didn't want to be here. It, w- it was pretty bad. Infestation got pretty bad because about a month went by from when I got home from L.A. to, to really knowing it happened because my roommate, my sister, also fucking <laughs> had them bad the, our couch had them bad. So, and it's Florida. They love they love the warm weather. It's humid. It's, it's easy for them to to reproduce. So they did. They 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 went hard as fuck. They were they were fucking all day and all night because it took took quite a few treatments to get them out. So, I'm. This is actually a night I'm sleeping in my office, and. I took like four Miller lights with me and fucking blew up an air mattress, closed the door, put on YouTube. And I was listening to a Joey Diaz podcast with Lee, his, um, his former co-host. And he mentioned a good point about adversity and it kind of reminded me of my failure, kind of the failure, overcoming failure mantra that I established already that I've already carried on that I should have just applied in the situation. The bed bugs were a silver lining. When I heard, when I sat and slept in my office that night, he talked about innovating and just any any way possible to overcome it. So as we got it treated, it was it was evident that I had to throw away my big bulky wooden um, 
bed frame because who knows they could be they could be all over inside of it. There's too many crevices and holes for them to fucking hide. At the time, I didn't realize how much of a blessing this was because it simplified my life. And in general, I had so much clutter, so much bullshit in my room from that I was hanging on to for, you know, just uh, like board games and like my PlayStation that I haven't touched in two years and shoes, blankets, clothes. I can't tell you how many clothes I threw away. And the bed books were a blessing because I, I threw away all this shit I didn't need that, it, you know, I would have tried to resell it if any of it had value. But at that point, you're, you're nuclear. You're just trying to get rid of everything. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to fucking make a buck that bad. <laughs> so I simplified my life. And when I threw that bed frame away, it dinged, it dinged in my head. The second I, I broke all the last of the wood, I said, you know what? All I need is a collapsible bed frame because I can just, I could push this shit against the wall and my mattress, I could, I could scoot it out of the room and I could have a full studio. It won't be, it won't be this little dinky thing. I can get a new table and I could have guests on it. It wouldn't be weird that my bed is literally right next to us while we're trying to record an episode. We could have a full experience. There's a silver lining in everything. So when I got bed bugs and it, it, it fucked, it fucked everything. I had to throw all my shit away. And I, when I thought this dream was dead because of that, it only made it better because I got, I simplified my space. My space became hybrid. I, I could take out my bed in my bed frame, collapse it down, move it out, pull my desk, pull my tables out, set up the mics. Boom. You have a Joe Rogan experience in your bedroom. So think of the silver lining and everything because there always is one. There's always a reason for everything, especially if you're religious. Uh, I, uh, you know, I manifest a lot. I pray a lot. I believe in God. I'm spiritual. Um, I've consulted spiritual mediums throughout my days, and they've they've kind of foreshadowed some of these things in my life um, that I've been through. So just know that struggle is good. Struggle is the time to innovate. That's what that's how I use it. Anytime I have a problem. It's fun now. I used to, anytime I had an issue in my life prior, probably like a few years ago, I'd be like, oh, fuck. And it, it ruins you. If you don't, if you don't try and innovate your problems, you're not going to get that fighting spirit in you. That fighting spirit won't develop. Now there's a dog in me, you know, there's a dog that wants to, wants to tackle any issue, any problem, because it's any problem can be tackled. And some of them take longer than others. And sometimes you just don't know where God's taking you down that path. When, when that infestation hit and we had to uproot everything, I had, I had no fucking clue. I just, I thought I was toast. I thought I, I thought I was going to be a corporate rat or, you know, going to have to figure out another outlet or wait until I got a bigger living space next, next lease. But always, always trying to innovate, always think, always think of a way to get around and adapt. So that's my story of the week. I caught you up to present times. Obviously, um, the show's rolling. The show's live. Um, I'm excited for this journey. Like I said, I want to get guests on here, but I, I did move to Florida recently, so my friend group is limited. Um, I have some. My one pal moved here from Pittsburgh too. I'm sure he'll be on here a few times. Um, and Zoom, of course. I want to figure out the Zoom guests. That's coming next. But we're we're off to a good start. We're rolling. You know we're. We're showing up every day. 
I think that's important. That's how you, that's how you succeed. It, it's not everyone nowadays just wants to get rich overnight. But like I said, this journey started in May and it, it's gone through a lot of ebbs and flows and it's been a fucking roller coaster of a ride, but it's gotten this far, May, June, July, August, September, and five months, five months. I made it this far. Where am I going to be in another five months? I feel like a lot farther. I feel like there's going to be a lot of recognition. People are going to finally want to be a part of this because this this show is going to be big. And one of the big things I want to do is have people on here to talk about their motivation, their struggles, and of course, just to laugh and have a good time and storytell because I know as I've been writing, they're coming back, you know, things from high school and shit that I've done or, you know, college, even now, every day is every day is a trip. Every day is a fucking episode. There's definitely aliens watching us above and, and manipulating and picking or or it's just God. You know, God God's just guiding us on the path we all need to be as long as you let God in. You got to. And I'll be honest, I'm not I'm not like I don't go to church. I don't believe like the Catholic Church. That shit's sketchy as fuck. Come on. Like I, I, I weeded that out young. I said, if I really believe in God, do I have to come here and and salute you and, and knee and stand up and then knee and then stand up and then knee and then stand up and then go eat a piece of bread and drink some wine that Grandpa Alfred also drank that he put the fucking coronavirus in and now everyone got COVID and now, now church is virtual for the next four weeks. There's an easier way to, to show your faith. And obviously the Catholic Church is kind of fucked up. Of course, we know everything that happened. I'm Catholic. I, I was born and raised in that shit. My family, my family saw that shit firsthand going to Catholic school in an Italian area of, of Pennsylvania. Come on. Everywhere. So that alone should steer you away. I think if I got into a non-denominational church, I know there's a bunch of them down here because you got people from fucking Pluto here. You, who, who knows? You might be a religion you never heard of. So I'm going to have to try the non-denominational route because I heard it's good. But path comes and manifestation helps. I've been journaling, journaling my dick off the past few. Well, I'm lying. I, I go through ebbs and flows, but I try to, I got to stop saying that. But anyways, I, you know, I journal, I, I write shit down. I write stuff down that I want and I try to be consistent with it. I was doing the three, six, nine method for a while. That's writing down what you want three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, and nine times at night. It's been known to be used by a lot of very prolific, successful people in the world. That's something I want to pick back up on. But at least if you write it down once a day, I think that's I think that's a good start. That's kind of where I've been at. And I don't I don't hold it to quantity. I don't meet try and meet a quantity standard, but I, I write it down every day. Sometimes I write it four times, sometimes I write it eight, sometimes I write it Three, it, it, it's just, it, it varies. So another good method, if you're, you know, if you want to set your mind to something, I'd even get you focused because you, you're writing it every day and now your mind starts getting acclimated to that subject and wants more of it. That's another good method that I use too. So, all right, y'all, I'm about to wrap it up. Found a little buzz. There's football on, it's kicking off or it may have already kicked off. I don't know, but Thursday night football, Chiefs, Chargers, Chargers money line. Um, we'll find out if I'm right. Godspeed, y'all.